are here for a reason. This, 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 this news just in. Ready? Go, go. We are your news now. <laughs> right on radio. For continuous coverage, the latest information, separate fact from opinion. Get the truth. Get the news. <laughs> You're listening to Right On Radio. You are here for a yes, reason. And today you get the good news because it is Revelation Sunday. Jesse, good morning to you. Good morning, Jeff. How are you today? I am at the top of my game today, Jesse. I feel invigorated in the Lord. I've had a great time with other uh, Christian believers this morning, and uh, just the fellowship has ignited the spirit inside of me. And I am so excited to be here, and we're going to share it with everybody today. I know there just seems to be something in the air today. Like I feel kind of a that heaviness just lifted. You know, it just feels there's an invigoration today. So there is. You know what? Uh, honestly, I think that doing this show on Sunday is the highlight of my week. Uh, it really is, you know, we look into some dark stuff and, uh, when we get to Sunday, it's just like, I feel like, I feel like I just had the best shower ever, you know, (laughs) (laughs) there's a washing in the word. That's a great explanation for what it feels like to be washed in the word. Yeah, it it is a supernatural word. And today you are going to get, uh, some stuff. We've got a couple little surprises for you in the audience today. I believe that you're going to be very encouraged as we go forward. Um, So you know what? Before we get into anything, we had one of our listeners has reached out and she sent a note that she wrote to both you and I, Jesse. And of course it was, I saw it on my phone and because it was on my phone, Letters were too small for me to read, even with readers. <laughs> Man, I, I'm really getting old. You need stronger <laughs> readers, Jeff. <laughs> I, I, I'm still fighting phone. it, Jesse. I'm still fighting it, trying to train my eyes to come back. I'm believing in healing, not in degeneration. So anyways, uh, Mitzi just happened to be on the call this morning. We did a chat this morning. And so she has been invited to actually personally read the note that she wrote to us. Mitzi, welcome to Right on Radio Revelation Sunday. Well, thank you guys. And good morning again. And good morning to everyone listening. And good evening to those in Singapore and uh, in Australia and all the places around the world that we have listening to us. Alrighty, so I wrote this late last night, so it's pretty brief. Um, Let's see. After a long, stressful, and exhausting 17-hour workday, all I wanted when I finally got home last night was silence and sleep. However, the minute my head hit the pillow, it was all too obvious that the Holy Spirit had other plans. So rather than trying to ignore him, which never bodes well, I did as I was bid and I opened the Bible to Isaiah chapter 42 and began reading. When I came to verses 6 and 7, the tears began streaming down my cheeks and dropping onto the page. The instant that I read that particular scripture, your two faces were instantly before me. The scripture read, I, Jehovah, have called thee in righteousness and will hold thy hand and will keep thee and give thee for a covenant of the people, for a light of the Gentiles, to open the blind eyes, to bring out the prisoners of the dungeons and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. So Jeff and Jesse, to me and to I know countless numbers of people, you have indeed been called to be a light which brings God's people out of darkness. And I, for one, am truly and humbly grateful. 
I know there's no words, is there, Jeff? That's just so powerful. Well, particularly when it's the word of God. And Mitzi, yeah. I want to thank you for that. Um, it's truly humbling. It, I, I thank him for that because all, you know, uh, when I got home, I had no plans to open a Bible whatsoever. And I laid there and I just, because I know, I know him, he is not going to, to let it go until I obey. And I am so, so grateful that I did obey. I am too. Well, so are we. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, you know what, Mitzi, because I want a second to recompose myself. I liked that so much. You get one of these. Right on, right on, right on. <laughs> right on radio. Right on radio. I love that. I say that so much, it drives my kids crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I'll do it live for birthday parties, just so you know. <laughs> nice. Oh, this is where my career has gone, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, Jeff. I don't know if you want to make that commitment. The birthday <laughs> birthday calls, <laughs> birthday live shows with Jeff and Jesse. Guaranteed automated fun. <laughs> well, listen, Mitzi, thank you very much uh, for thank very you. encouraging words. May God bless you today. Oh, God bless you guys. And thank and, you and for, for letting me. We have a long drive ahead of you. Oh, yes always but i will be listening so thank you guys again and thanks for letting me come on and and just speak the word that i was given to tell you well thank it you. lifted us up god, for bless. Sure. god bless you too wow jesse did the morning just get better it did yes but it's one of those things the holy spirit just kind of hits you and you're like Okay, Lord, you're making the call even more sure. And, you know, there's just no running, no hiding from it. I think the harvest is about to break forth, Jeff. I do think so as well. And you know what? Uh, that brings us to the highlight of today. And by the way, there is going to be a couple more uh, surprises in the broadcast. But the first one has just appeared. Whoa, Jesse, I am so, so honored to do this right now. Uh, so here, here's what's happening. First of all, we want to activate the saints out there. And one of our listeners, Shiloh, has, uh, has really alerted us to this World Economic uh, Forum that's happening in Singapore right now, or it's going to be starting on Tuesday. And of course it's all the usual climate uh, players and Elon Musk. And they're talking to talk about, you know, in my opinion, uh, you know, more ways to screw the people. Right. So what I want to do is I want everyone to be aware of this. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to ask you not, not just yet, Jesse, but I'm going to ask you to say a prayer against any principalities or strongholds so so god will dispatch his angels and he'll rip the power from them and then we're going to cause cause any confusion that take that is that they're planning that will not align with god's word and so on and so forth and this is really important and i really believe they chose singapore for a reason so i wanted to get that out of the way we'll get back to that prayer but first Jesse, did you have like an anointing project or something like that going on? We did. Um, you still do. Probably, yeah, we still do. It was beginning, um, you know, la almost about eight, nine months ago. And um, it really kind of took off during this past summer. And, you know, it started with the Lord had us in the heavenlies fighting for the rights to anoint the land Literally, it was a courtroom battle um, against Satan for those rights. And um, as we continued to fight for that, then the Lord started to, um, you know, release the oil upon the earth. And he had told us to take the oil that had been placed on the altar before him and that we were to disperse that. So 
you know, we had a lot of our prayer warriors had sent in oil and then we started, you know, whoever wanted it, uh, we started sending it out and asking people to get out and anoint the strongholds in their areas and to anoint the land. Well, and Jesse, it is working. We are taking back the land. We've had our most of our audience participating in this. And, yeah. you know, even truck drivers putting oil on their tires and going across the continent and everything else. And Absolutely. people doing the bottom of their shoes and sending their kids into school with this. But this story, Jesse, I, I woke up early, which I know is unusual, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not for and, you. <laughs> and so... <laughs> So I did, a, I did a voice chat on Telegram. By the way, if you haven't joined our Telegram, the links are going to be below. Uh, join our Telegram. And the most amazing anointing the land story came up. And this is how far the project has gone all the way over to Singapore. And wow. I really almost, I had to twist her arm. But Beulah <laughs> has agreed to come on and share the story. Beulah, welcome to Ride On Radio. It's yes, such an honor to have you. you here. Oh, sound. Oh, we can't hear your mic. Uh, oh, oh, no, we're not hearing your mic. Uh, did you? Uh, okay, so uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just take you out of the room for a minute and go to the bottom of your screen. You'll see like cam and mic settings. Uh, go to that and then just uh, open that up and go to audio and make sure you have the right uh, microphone button selected. Or actually, you can even just do it now. I'll leave you in the room here while we do it. Oh, you're on you're on your cell phone, aren't you? Oh. We just lost her. Oh, I hope she comes yeah. back. It is such an amazing story. Mm. I kid you not. It, like, <laughs> blown away. And I will not give it justice if I do it on my own. <laughs> All right. So while we're waiting for Beulah to hopefully come back, uh, listen, let, let's do a bit of a recap here. So... With the book of Revelation, oh, here she is. Let's let's try it one more time. All right, do we have audio? Oh, we're not hearing you. So at the bottom of your screen, do you see a button that says cam and mic? And then it should bring up a little box. Make sure you have the right microphone selected. There should be a little box, and sometimes there's more than one option. She does, or you might have to see, can you do it without your headphones set? And let's see if it's the headphones set. Ah, uh, good thought, Jesse. Yay, there, there we go. Gotcha. Okay. All right, okay. Well, um, the headphone set mic is not working. Um, I cannot control the volume. I hope it's, I mean, it's perfect. Perfect. good. Okay, good, all right. Okay. Um, Oh no, <laughs> I think she just hit exit. <laughs> oh, you just have to come closer. Oh. <laughs> She'll come back in in a minute. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is worth it. I'm telling you. Uh, no, well, we'll listen, just pray against all. My thing about Revelation. So again, the book of Revelation is split into two sections, essentially. The first 11 chapters, and then it repeats itself for the next 11 chapters. So, you know, 12 through 22. Okay, here she is. Here she is. All right. And she's all the way from Singapore, and she's back. Is this all good? It's it all sounds good. great. Okay, Why don't you give this story? Because it really, really blew my mind, and I'm so glad you agreed to come on this morning and share this, or this evening for you. Now, yes, it is. Uh, it's around about midnight here. So what happened was that a um, couple of months ago, I I do get promptings coming along to anoint the land. And I every time it comes, I just brush it off, thinking that oh, it's just my imagination, you know. Uh, but the promptings continued, and sometimes I would have like uh, flashes of vision of seeing myself anointing the land. But I would push it away. Nah, it's just my imagination, you know. Get off, get off. 
but it's only until the last couple of weeks that the prompting got stronger and stronger to the point that it, it was quite insistent and I recognized that it is the Lord means business and I told him that well if it is really you Lord then you have to um, make sure that I have the all delivered to me in time and then I went to uh, because pre before that I had ordered anointing oil from Israel so I was not expecting it to arrive in time at all so this is why I told the Lord if it's really you then let me have the oil in time so what happened was that I went online to check and I saw that the uh, delivery date was on the 12th of uh, November and I thought all right so this is a sign for me to say okay God I will do it when I say that the prompting stopped and so I I knew that okay, God is preparing me and so I, I spent the week preparing myself and I also spoke it uh, with a couple of like-minded uh, believers brothers and sisters and they felt uh, they had the same heart about our nation and so we rounded up together with my son and uh, what happened was that um, on the 12th the anointing oil did not come it did not arrive and uh, so I went around looking and I saw that right stashed in my cabinet I do not know for how long was an anointing oil a rose of Sharon anointing oil it was right there and so I took it and um, yesterday was the day that we are supposed to do it and so I prayed and asked Lord that um, you have to let the heavens host come with us and I did all that I know how I have not done this before I've never done this before and I do not have the protocol whatsoever but I just went with the leading of the Lord in obedience that was all I had just a willing heart in obedience so the first stop we went to was the east and we came to the east and uh, it was like a beachfront uh, it was very quiet the waters were very still and uh, we came to a private spot a quiet place where there's not many people around and we started praying the moment we poured the oil on the ground and we anointed and consecrated the land a gust of wind blew it blew over us and the waves were stirred and it started crashing along the shores and we thought wow this is quite something it felt like as if it's, it's like God is showing us that he has heard our prayer and he's responding it felt like that to me and so we, we consecrated the east to the Lord and then the next one was to the north and uh, we traveled there I took some pictures of the clouds because they look pretty nice and then we came we came to the spot it was also um, to, facing the sea so we were standing at the shore at a quiet place again there was no breeze it was all quiet the waters were very still and as we we prayed and then we poured the oil and we anointed the land the moment we consecrated the land the the waves stirred. there was no breeze but the waves stirred and it crashed upon the shore and as we were praying and consecrating the the waves were like crashing the shore so it's like it felt like the waves were rushing uh, hallelujah praising the lord as we were anointing the land and so we were so encouraged it was, it was really quite something and then the, we carried on to uh, west and then to the south and uh, I kind of felt in my heart that we had to finish this before sundown uh, but we didn't look at the time I just trust the Lord in everything and when we we finished at the south it was on the top of a hill and, and I, I received perceived in my heart to blow the shofar seven times and so I, I had that we anointed the, the land consecrated to the Lord and blew the shofar seven times by the time we finished and we got back into the car it was 5 56 p.m just few minutes before sundown and so the mission was accomplished and uh, so I thanked the Lord for that and when we finished and I prayed and I asked to you know talk to the Lord more about it and he put in my heart Isaiah chapter 40 verse 9 and verse 10 uh, at the end of verse 9 was the verse uh, behold your God right and it says behold your God behold the Lord God will come with a strong hand and his arm will rule for him Then behold his reward is with him and his work is before him so I felt like it was the Lord telling us you have done your part now I will do mine so I do not know what he's going to do but I know now the land and nation Singapore is now in his hands 
and, and then you took a pic you took a look, look at the pictures of the clouds as well yeah. yes along the journey i took some pictures of the cloud and when i was taking the pictures of the clouds i didn't notice anything i didn't see any anything that's uh, outstanding i just thought that they look really beautiful really pretty so i took them and at night uh when before i went to bed i was just praying and just talking to the lord and i i told him i asked him like um god so did the heavens host really go with us uh, did we really do this right you know i i needed that kind of assurance from him and i just felt in my heart go take a look at the pictures of the clouds which after taking i have not seen them on the screen i just left it as it is so i i pick up my phone and i look to the album and i look at the pictures when i saw that i was like so shocked because I saw imprints of faces in the clouds. There was an imprint of a lion's face, and then there was an imprint of an angel's face, and then there was another picture with a gigantic imprint of a of a of a face of a man, like an angel, and then there was another picture with two faces, one on the left and one on the right. So I had all these pictures, and I was like, "Wow, it's 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 so tremendous!" and I felt it was like God saying, so do you need more assurance now? You know, now that you have seen the picture said, do you still need more assurance? I say, oh, thank you, Lord, that, that it's all done in him. So amazing. And, you know, I want to bring out when we first started praying in the heavenlies for um, the release of the anointing, it started the Lord literally called me and another prayer warrior into the healing pools in the heavenlies which if people study the healing pools um they they come out of the eastern gate and the the waters flow out of the east gate of the temple and those those pools are connected to the um bethesda pools in israel where the all the crippled people, all the people who needed healing, they used to wait for the angels to come and touch the waters and stir them. So when you were saying that the water was completely calm and after you put the oil in there, the waters were stirred, it reminded me of those things. So that's very interesting. Yes, it's amazing when, when God moves in our in our in the midst and we witness it i mean the experience is is really quite indescribable and um he's not really he's not looking for uh you know by the world standard we have measures of qualifications to to uh recognize of recognition and all that but before the presence of the most high god in the courts all that he's looking for is a willing heart that a heart that will say i have nothing else I just have a willingness to obey and I desire Lord for your will to be done. That's all he seeks. And when we say yes and we go forth in faith in him, he does the rest. And so I just want to encourage everyone, don't hinder or hold ourselves uh, back because we measure ourselves inadequate by the world standard. When God looks at us and he sees our heart and our, our willingness to obey, that's all that's required in him. So beautiful, Vila. So beautiful. Thank you for staying up tonight to share that and give everyone the encouragement. Uh, you're going to encourage many, many people with your story. And by the way, uh, I want to have you back because I heard you pray earlier and you are a beast in praying. And I mean that in the most powerful way. You are a really, really anointed prayer warrior. So praise God for you. Thank you, Beulah. Thank you. Thank you for having us. God bless you all. You as all right. well. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello. Uh, Jesse, yeah. do we even need to do a show? <laughs> you know, I think the Spirit of God is just moving today. Well, you know, the Lord's planning it out, Jeff. I think we just need to show up and and just display the works that He's already doing today. Amen. And there's more to come. But Jesse, let's get into the Word of God. And as I was just saying, so the uh, Book of Revelation, first eleven, and then it kind of repeats itself. And one of the things is, you know, when we covered the Revelation. 
14 or sorry. Uh, yeah. 14 last time it's essentially, you know, the mark of the beast has happened and, and then it kind of skips the part, but we're up in heaven right then. Like it's not long after the mark of the beast is introduced my estimation and but no one knows the date or anything like that but my estimation is it's probably within a couple months of the mark being out uh that we that this is going to happen the sun and the moon are going to darken and they're going to go up and i know that there's a uh you know a debate about the the rapture and everything else and you know what it dawned on me when i'm walking my dog this morning that i think most of the argument is just people getting words mixed up because the Bible is really clear on the timing. If you read Matthew 24, if you read the book of Revelation, the first half, the second half, if you read uh, Mark 13, Luke 21, if you read the book of Daniel, the sequences are all the same. It all lines up. So we do go through the tribulation. Yeah. The Lord lifts us out before his wrath of God comes it's you know uh we're gonna go through some hard times you will see the mark of the beast you those things will happen the mark of the beast will come out the ac will be out there and then the sun and the moon will darken and you know judgment is about to come and some point after that we go up okay so we start this chapter in heaven i like that uh, me too. <laughs> All right. So Jesse, you want me to read the first part here. Um, you know what? I will read the first part because I'm going to be okay. taking a break in a moment, and you'll see why. All right. Then I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels who had seven plagues, which are the last because in them the wrath of God is finished. And I saw something like a sea of glass mixed with fire, and those who were victorious over the beast and his image and on the number of his name standing on the sea of glass holding harps of God, and they sang the song of Moses the bond servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Now, it gives the lyrics for the song of the Lamb here, which we'll get to in a moment. But you know what? I thought, why not play the song of Moses? That would be great. Good okay, thought. so it's in Deuteronomy. I believe it's Deuteronomy 35. But I found someone who was really true to the scriptures and uh and and by the way if you're of similar vintage to me um it's almost like a jethro tall style which <laughs> is so cool for me obviously uh okay here we go so th listen this is a few minutes long but it's totally worth it okay I sing to Yahweh, for he is highly exalted. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. Yah is my strength and song, and he has become my deliverance. He is my El, and I praise him, Elohim of my Father. And I exalt him. Yahuwah is a man of battle. Yahuwah is his name. He has cast Pharaoh's chariots and his army into the sea and his chosen officers are drowned in the sea of free 
the depths covered them. They went down to the bottom like a stone. Your right hand, oh Yahuwah, has become great in power. Your right hand, oh Yahuwah, has crushed the enemy. And in the greatness of your excellence, you pulled down those who rose up against you. You sent forth your wrath. It consumed them like stubble. And with the wind of your nostrils, the waters were heaped up. The floods stood like a wall, the depths became stiff. In the heart of the sea, the enemy said, I pursue, I overtake, I divide the spoil, my being is satisfied on them. I draw out my sword, my hand destroys them. You blew with your wind, the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you? Oh, Yahuwah, among the mighty ones. Who is like you, great in Kodeshah, awesome in praises, Working wonders, you stretched out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. In your kindness, you led the people whom you have redeemed. In your strength, you guided them to your Kodesh dwelling. Peoples heard, they trembled. Anguish gripped inhabitants of Elisheth. Then the chiefs of Edom were troubled, the mighty men of Moab. Trembling grips then all the inhabitants of Canaan. Melted, fear and dread fell on them by the greatness of your arm. They are as silent as a stone. Until your people pass over, oh Yahuwah. Until the people whom you have bought pass over. You bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance. In the place, oh Yahuwah which you have made for your own dwelling. The meek dash, O Yahuwah, which your hands have prepared. Yahuwah reigns forever and ever. What do you think of that, Jesse? Yeah, very interesting. Very, we'll say, reminiscent of that type of uh, music from the Hebrew period, I would say. Yeah, and, and so the artist, it's Parable of the Vineyard uh, is the project. If you search for it, it'll come up. I loved it. I absolutely loved that. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how it... Um, like in our language, it, it's a little, I don't want to say choppy, that's not quite the right word, but in the Hebrew, when you hear these, uh, you know, stories being sung, they really flow almost like a, a poetry uh, song. In the English, it doesn't, you don't quite get the fullness of the flow, but that, that individual did a very good job presenting that into musical form. I, you know what? I all, I almost hear like all, all the psalms being done the same style. You know, very Jethro Tall. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so, hey, uh, okay. So let let's just continue. So that's why I wanted to read the uh, the bit, and we're get, we're gonna just continue reading, and then we'll uh, we'll break it down. Uh, so, right, Jeff. I mean, you could sing it to us, you know. Great and marvelous are your deeds, Lord God Almighty. <laughs> Sorry, I won't interrupt I you while you're doing in my it. Head. <laughs> I won't interrupt you while you're doing it. <laughs> Just and true are your ways, King of the nations. Who will not fear you, Lord, and bring glory to your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you, for your righteous acts have been revealed. After this, I looked and I saw in heaven the temple that is the tabernacle of the covenant of law, and it was opened. And out of the temple came the seven angels with the seven plagues. They were dressed in clean, shining linen and wore golden sashes around their chests. Then one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls filled with the wrath of God, who lives forever and ever. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no one could enter the temple until the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. All right. And obviously we get into what the uh, wrath of God is next Sunday. Yeah. Uh, but this particular chapter is just really uh, setting up what happens. But First of all, what's beautiful about it is we're here, okay? We're going to be singing these songs, all right? We are here at this point, and that's really important for you to know. Uh, by the way, if you don't know Jesus and accept him as your Savior, you're not here. Wait till next chapter. You'll repent, and you'll want to be here. <laughs> okay? Yeah. I'm just just telling you, God's wrath, like, listen, the tribulation is going to be trying. There's no doubt. The wrath of God, unbearable. Yeah. Unbearable. Sadly. You'll yeah. want to die and you can't. We'll get there. So let's just start from the beginning. Then I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels who had seven plagues, which are the last because in them, the wrath of God is finished. So again, this is after the tribulation that the wrath of God happens. Mm -hmm. Tribulation happens. The AC comes out, the mark of the beast. We have time to refuse it. He has time to kill many of us. And then you go straight to here. Okay, yeah. you're on a glassy floor, but it looks like fire. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. You're in the kingdom and you're up there with God. Mm -hmm. And I was going to say, there's some interesting things that kind of go back through scripture. Like if you're studying similarities, um, there's some key words in here that are only used um you know, in regards to Jesus Christ. So you have, you know, it says in the beginning, a great and a marvelous sign. And we have to remember that, um, you know, what were throughout the generations, you know, um, Israel had been promised a Messiah. And often, you know, the prophecies, the things that were told, they were looking for this, this great sign that would appear, this consolation of the Lord. So, um, you know, there's kind of this use of this language now. And we know that at his birth, that when that sign appeared, as a, you know, the star of Bethlehem appeared over um, the place where he had been born, that also there was this uh, group of angels that appeared and they sang this song and declared, you know, that this was the sign. So it's interesting. You kind of have the same thing. You've got these angels that are coming onto the scene. You have these singers who are declaring this song over this sign and wonder. 
And then um, the other interesting term is it says, you know, with those angels are the seven last plagues. Now that word is really only used in scripture through revelations at the very beginning where the Lord proclaims, I am the first and the last. And so, you know, these, these, these seven plagues are distinctly connected with Christ as the word and that it will be the wrath of, you know, the promised one who's going to complete his works that he had begun in the beginning, uh, which goes all the way back to, you know, the book of John, where it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So it kind of connects all of those truths showing that, um, you know, Jesus is not just some prophet. He's not just a great man, but literally he is the Lord of Lords and he is God. Yeah. Amen. And, and again, you know, I, I keep repeating this, but if you just have a picture of Jesus on the cross, you don't know our Lord and you don't know the power of our Lord. And one of the things is, so when you have the song of Moses, so first of all, why is there the song of Moses? Because Moses knew that it wouldn't be long. Like the people of Israel, who were the chosen people, they were against God, then they rebelled against God, then God did so many things for them, and then, you know, they kept falling away and falling away, and he knew they'd fall away again. He knew that there would be a generation that would fall away. So one of the best ways to remind people of the word of God and all of the things that God has done for Israel uh, and for his people is through song. So the song was to carry on through the generations and keep uh, the lyrics, because, you know, one th it's one thing to memorize scripture, and some people are able to do that really well, but we all remember songs, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, and when you when you listen to this song, you know, not only it starts off with praise, but then it reminds people of everything God has done for them. And then, you know, then it gets into God's vengeance, you know, that's going to come. And for those who reject God, uh, his vengeance is going to be out there. Look, you know, and he's right to do it. No, but God, God's a God of peace. Love, love, love. That's, that's the whole new age thing that's coming. Yeah, our God is love. But love, if you love a child, you reprove a child, yeah. right? If you have rules and, you're, and your people don't keep your rules, there has to be a judgment that comes. And believe me, uh, right here where it says, and I saw something like a sea of glass mixed with fire with those who were victorious over the beast and his image and the number of his name standing on the sea of glass holding harps of God. Now, that's us. So why are we there? Well, because we overcame the beast. Mm -hmm. So think of it this way. Let's say you're standing in line uh, you either have to take the mark or you get wiped out. And whichever way that looks, we painted a possible picture last week. Uh, but let's just say this. Uh, and your six-year-old child is there. And you're watching your six-year-old child because you don't want him to take it. Okay? Because it, it's not it's not like people over 18 must take it. It's going to be everyone must choose. So if you watch that happen, then all of a sudden you're up in heaven. I'm telling you, you're cheering on. Oh, yeah, God. Go get them. Go get those evil people. Go get those people who were cheering as I was killed. God's yeah. justice is right, and we are there singing the song of Moses and the song of the Lamb because our God is just and he is right. Absolutely. And we're going to be singing, Great and marvelous are your works, Lord God, the Almighty. Righteous and true are your ways, King of the nations. Who will not fear you, Lord, and glorify your name? For you are holy. For all the nations will come and worship before you. Your righteous acts have been revealed. That's it. 
Yeah, I think that's powerful that, you know, you can't have justice um, and pure love without that righteousness. And so really that's, that righteousness is the base of his love. And, you know, all of these things that have happened through the tribulation are his righteous acts that are revealing the full extent of his love. Yeah. And there's those, you know, I think that's the most sobering part is that you see all throughout, there's these moments where, you know, people have a chance to repent. And as they repent, they're taken out of the tribulation, you know, through death. And it's only those who remain who have refused to repent or turn away from their wickedness. And, you know, the Lord all the way till the end gives them the chance to turn away. And still they refuse um to they refuse to come you know to accept him as he is as the king of king and, and the lord of lords the god or the lord god almighty you know they refuse and reject him and and you know what if you're if you just put it into today today's terms because obviously i think this whole thing that we're going through is a bit of a preview with these passports and things like that right Look, look at all the incidences that are cut because people's personalities are changing and whether you are or aren't a certain thing, the people who are, are going, oh, but you're a danger. And they're, they're applauding. If, if you, if you died, oh, but he, they had the choice. They could have done. Honestly, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And when, when we refuse to be part of the, the system that's coming, believe me, your neighbors are going to be cheering for your destruction. Yeah, They'll sadly. all be there cheering. So, you know, and we'll be up there and, and, and God's judgments are righteous and true. I'm just going to keep coming back at that. And uh, so what I like about this also, Jesse, is that, you know, uh, again, the first 11 chapters you see going through the, uh, going through the, the different judgments and the different things, the, the, the tribulation, and then ultimately the wrath, you see it a bit more from an earthly perspective. And here we're seeing really what's happening in heaven, right? We're seeing the, these angels come out of the, the temple, right? So, so let me continue uh, reading that. And after these things, I looked and the temple of the tabernacle of testimony in heaven was opened. Jesse, the temple of the tabernacle of testimony in heaven was opened. What do you say about that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've got images of, of what goes through my mind with that. Um, you know, the tabernacle was that was you know, before the temple was built. And that was the place where Moses met face to face with God and no other human was ever allowed in that tabernacle of testimony, only Moses. Um, and so, you know, I'll take, I might be, I'll just put a disclaimer out there. As far as I can remember, I do not believe anybody else but Moses was ever in there. But I'm going to have to go back and look at scripture and see um, if there were any other priests who went in there. Um, but, you know, we know that that tabernacle held the, the presence and the glory of the Lord and so when it says the door is opened, you know, there's a lot of fear in that statement for me. It's like, you know, the door is opening and something's going to proceed out. And, you know, what is it? It's the seven angels with plagues that come out. And, um, you know, the last one that was like that, I believe it is in Exodus. Um, but Aaron, 
and Moses are standing by the door of the tabernacle and the people are mumbling and grumbling against God. And all of a sudden it says the spirit of God broke out against the people with a plague and they started dropping right and left. And uh, Moses told Aaron to run into the tabernacle and grab the golden censer, um, you know, which often represents the prayers. And Aaron grabbed that censer and was running out into the midst of this mass amount of people as they're falling right and left swinging that sensor and where he stopped was where the plague stopped. Um, so it's interesting that now, you know, you've got these golden bowls, which often represent that sensor again, that these angels literally are carrying seven bowls out. And, you know, I, I don't know. My initial reaction is, is just fear. You know, it's like God, is about to make some business happen and he's serious and every heart should just quake in fear at what is about to happen. Well, anyone who's left on the earth uh, there, they will be. Uh, and, and so, you know, the temple of the tabernacle, when it was built back in the day, like that was a model of what it is. This is a different one. This is the one actually up in the kingdom of heaven. Right. So, right. And 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 what I love is the uh, the description of the uh, of the angels and seven angels who had the seven plagues came out of the temple clothed in linen, clean and bright, and their chests wrapped in golden sashes. And so, you know what? Like this this is this is a ceremony like th that they've prepared for. Like this is a big deal. You know, the, the smoke yeah. and the power comes out of this temple with these things. And God is going to show his power <coughs> on earth like he's never done before. Like not even the flood. The, like this, this, this comes, this is, this is going to be biblical. So they say. Mm -hmm. And often those golden sashes like represented the lordship or authority. And so you know that these people are coming with authority and uh, yeah. And, and the word of God, wasn't it? I think it was Ezekiel who the Lord had commanded him to bury his sash in front of the sight of the people. And that had to do with, you know, the, the words that the Lord was speaking over the people. Amen. Ah, so one of the four living creatures gave the seven angels seven golden bowls full of the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. And 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 so that's that's actually a really interesting statement. The wrath of God who lives forever and ever. So does that mean, Jesse, that maybe these uh, small G gods, you know, uh, aren't going to live forever and ever? Well, it kind of... Uh... I see a pause in there in language that it says the seven in one of the seven or the seven angels were given seven golden bowls filled. It's the golden bowls that are filled with the wrath of God. And then, you know, I think it's in context to speaking of God, they say who lives forever and ever. So I see yeah, it. But so that's what I mean. It's a separation different. from any false yeah. gods. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, uh, the, the, when they're thrown into the pit, uh, that that's not living. Let's <laughs> just say I got, that. I got what you're saying now. I understand. Yeah. yeah. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no one was able to enter the temple until the seven plagues of the seven angels were finished. So that means th this stuff is so bad. This power is so awesome. You can't go near it. So I'm not thinking these are small angels carrying these bowls and coming out. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, when all heaven becomes silent, there should be no reaction but fear. You know, when yeah. the Lord is quiet... And his hand is about to move mightily. 
it just shakes the earth, you know, all earth trembles and the heavens tremble and everything in heaven and earth knows that he alone is God. Yeah. Well, that was an easy chapter today, Jesse. Uh, the next one is, is scary. Oh, and speaking of scary, uh, Jesse, you and I did a bit of a dig on Friday and we decided what our Tuesday show was going to be about. Right. I, I found that to be a bit scary. <laughs> it is a, it is scary, but I believe it's necessary for people to know and understand as we begin to, you know, break down the beliefs and the practices of this Luciferian brotherhood and the light side of the system. So, and and you never, you, I'm never surprised at how much lower they will go and. Honestly, what we're going to talk about on, uh, on, okay, so let, let's think of, of what happened in Houston, uh, you know, a week ago as a template, let's add some frequencies, let's add some hokey pokies, and then let's add an operation on top of that, that has been undergoing. And, and then when we talk, you know, how you hear all these other shows talk about collective consciousness. Well, you're, you're never going to hear those words the same way again. <laughs> we're we're going to take it to a new level. What the system means when it talks about the collective consciousness and, oh my goodness. Yes. I, I have to laugh. Who could, only the devil could think of this type of evil, man. Like it's, it's just gross. So you got to join us on Tuesday. I'm telling you, um, it's uh it's gonna be in my opinion uh you know I'm not trying to over exploit it or anything like that but in my opinion it's gonna be one of the scariest shows I've ever done. <laughs> What's scarier, Jeff, is the proofs for it, but yes. we're not gonna exactly show those. <laughs> That's right. Hey, listen, everyone, thanks so much for for joining us. Um, look, if you could hit that like button. And if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe, hit the notification bell or make sure that you've hit it because a lot of people, it, it, you know, they were subscribed and then they are unsubscribed, not by doing of their own. Um, so it really will help us out if you hit that, uh, that like button and, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, uh, looking for a volunteer, um, uh, as you know, we, uh, we launched a merch shop and the first bit was to get uh, a jacket for Jesse. We have all the funds we need to not only get her a beautiful jacket, but to have it embroidered. But I need someone who is willing to go back and find all those names that are supposed to go on it. So usually in the first five minutes of a broadcast, there was a name and we want to get them all embroidered on the jacket for Jesse, but we need someone who has the time to go back and get that list. And I know I asked once before, but uh, when you send an email to writeonjeff at gmail.com, look, I can only check that once or twice a week because I have to dedicate hours to go through the emails. I get hundreds and hundreds and some of them are way too long. Folks, come on. And use a larger font, please. <laughs> uh, yes, but it would be appreciative. And I, you know, Jeff, I've got some that are on a shirt that somebody had sent me to, so I can maybe try to uh, look at the picture of that shirt and write down some of them as well. So that would be awesome. Hey, uh, that's it. Any any last thoughts, Jesse? Well, Jeff, I think, you know, as we go through this, I think we should end with a prayer. And, you know, as we get into some of the scarier stuff, I just always want to put out there that, you know, there's never a day that's too late to repent and turn to the Lord. And, um, you know, we don't need to be afraid of these things, even though that's our natural reaction. You know, we can trust that the Lord is with us. And I would just encourage anybody who hasn't made that final step, you know, to ask the Lord to be the Lord of your life to come. You know, scripture says, just come, come and confess your sins and turn to him. And um, 
You know, it says, all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And he desires that none should perish, but that all should come to a knowledge of the truth. And, you know, that truth is that there's sin, there's things in our lives that are wicked and evil. And, you know, we willingly engage in those things sometimes, you know, just thinking of like, you know, music that we might listen to or things we might see on TV uh, that are displeasing to the Lord. And those things hurt him because we're willingly entangling with that evil and that wickedness. So, you know, like any relationship, it's important to um, make those things right, to care about the things that we do that hurt others. And so that's the purpose that we, uh, you know, say to the Lord, I'm sorry that I've sinned. I'm sorry that I hurt you. I know these things are not good for me. And I turn away from them. And so I would just encourage everybody today, you know, wherever you're at, if you've never said those prayers, I would encourage you to start. Um, if you are somebody who knows the Lord, but, you know, there's things in your life that you know are displeasing to him, just bring those to him today. You know, let's let's make our relationship with him right and um, walk in that newness of, of relationship and the newness of life that he's given to us. Amen. And, uh, and yeah, listen, if you say that prayer, uh, let us know, send an email to write on Jeff at gmail.com just to let us know. And, uh, and I'll pray over you. Uh, Jesse also, before we go, could you pray to bring and I know people want more examples from you and things like that. So, uh, because they have this uh, conference happening in Singapore with all these guys, you know, the environmental guys and presidents and nations and Elon and, you know, you, you know, it's super swampy. Can you pray to take away the uh, demonic presence over that? Yeah. Heavenly Father, we just come before you and your word says that the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. And we thank you that it is only because of your righteousness that we are made righteous, that as we stand in your truth, knowing that you have covered us in your precious blood, we have died with you. We have been raised to new life in you. And now you've given authority and power in your name. And you've said that whatever we ask and pray in your name, that you shall do it. That as we ask, as we speak the words, that you shall perform them. Lord, one of the greatest things you've given us authority to do is to rebuke evil spirits. So, Lord, we come in your name and we just stand fast against these evil spirits that are behind um, this conference in Singapore, Lord. And, Lord, I thank you that you already sent Bula and some of the Christians there to anoint that land and to claim that back, to make that outward sign that they are going to stand in agreement with your Holy Spirit, that wickedness is not allowed any longer in this country of Singapore, Lord. And Lord, we know that your wrath is going forth because of the wickedness of men. And Lord, we ask that you would make a judgment there that you would send your holy angels to stand firm around those cities and the countries on behalf of all the people, Lord, especially the innocent children, Lord. We ask that you would dispatch your holy armor, armory to guard these individuals um, in Singapore, Lord. And we ask that, in fact, this conference would even be canceled if that is your will, Lord, that they would not even be able to meet because of the holiness of your presence in that place. And I ask that as the miracles happen, Lord, that the people would begin to sing and rejoice and praise and worship you, that they would know that you have done this great and mighty thing, that you have protected them, and that you literally have gone before them and driven the wicked out of the land. So we ask for that in your powerful name, Jesus, and we pray in your powerful name, Lord. Amen. And Father, I just want to continue on that conference, Father God, that anything 
that they are planning or meeting or discussing in the private rooms and the public that is not aligned with your will, Father. I pray you frustrate their plans. Let them bungle everything, Father God. Let it be known that they cannot do this and your church is alive and well and moving in your power. I pray in Jesus' name. I just want to pray for everyone listening. May joy fill your hearts this week. May the Spirit of God come into you, uh, be invited even greater into your life to do the Father's will in your life. Father, I do pray for that we sin less tomorrow, God. We sin less every day and that we do draw closer to you. And Lord, that you use this community that you've given us uh, in our togetherness, Lord, that uh, we serve you and we expand your kingdom more in the favor of and power of your will. I pray in Jesus' name. And also for health. For I'm just think, thinking that someone here uh, needs some health stuff. So, Father, I pray that you give the right direction, you bring the right physician. Lord, you do whatever it takes, but let that person, if that's you, know that your hand is upon this. And even if you'd provide divine healing, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. God bless you, Jesse. Hey, listen, we'll see everyone on Tuesday. Don't forget if you have, if you want to stop giving your money to the corporations and stuff like that, if you haven't, just go read the website, mylibertystand.com. And don't forget to hit that like button. Please, please, please. We know how many of you are watching. We want at least that many thumbs up. Only takes a second. God bless each and every one of you. And we'll see you on uh, Tuesday. So in the meantime, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community.